0: Start your engines.
1: strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast.
0: As we inch ever so closer to the start of the 2023 NASCAR season, man, we are very, very, very close. And I, and I can't use the word very enough to describe how close we are to the beginning of the season. But of course, as we have all off season long, we continue to talk racing things. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He, as always, is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Villa Gomez. Cody, man, we are so
1: close. So close, less we can now officially say less than a month away until the col Clash of the Coliseum. The NFL regular season just ended. While that is sad for for us as football fans, obviously that is a good sign that NASCAR is right around the corner. We're getting to crunch time, and man, it is it is almost here. Actually, only 27 days till the Coliseum, and 41 days until the Daytona 500. Um, so as I've been doing, looking up some stats for the number 41 car, uh, this car has, has done a few things in NASCAR. 1,256 starts by the number 41 in the cup series, 29 wins. I think this has been the highest win total of any of the numbers we've covered other than the 60 in the Xfinity series, obviously. Um, but 32 times it sat on the pole, uh, 640 of those finishes in the top 20. So around half of those, um, Kurt Busch, actually the number one driver to start the most races in the 41 car. He's been in a lot of races over his career and a lot of different numbers as well, but he started 177 races in the number 41. He won six times, led 1,906 laps in the number 41 car. Uh, Cold Custer (laughs) was number two on that list. He's obviously leaving the 41 ride, going back into Xfinity, um, and Um, he's going to be replaced by, uh, Ryan Priest. Um, they just released one of his United Rentals cars paint scheme this week. That looked pretty cool. Um, that's been a sponsor that's, that's followed him around and stuck with him. Uh, Casey Mears also 108, uh, starts and Custer did have one win in this, in the car. Reed Sorenson, 107 starts Curtis Turner. That's one of the original NASCAR names, 72 starts, 12 wins. Um, And 2,642 laps led in this car. Ricky Craven made some starts in this. Daniel Suarez, 36 starts in this car. He was with um, Stuart Haas uh, back a few years ago. Joe Nemechek, Jimmy Spencer, Phil Parsons. Richard Petty made 22 starts in the number um, (laughs) 41 car. 22 starts, 16 or six of them were wins. 16 of them he finished in the top 10. He led 893 laps in just 22 starts in the numbers. So, uh, man, this has been one that's gotten uh, some huge names. Maurice Petty, uh, Richard's brother, ran some some in this uh, car. Lee Petty, Richard's dad, uh, ran in this car. AJ Foyt has driven in this car. Uh, Speedy Thompson is a name we've mentioned. Rick Mass, Jeremy Mayfield. A lot of fairly big names uh, in Bobby Unser, Al Unser, um, all ju- they just made one start each, but there is a 91 different drivers who have started a, ra- a NASCAR Cup Series race in the number 41 car. Uh, that's a pretty incredibly high number.
0: That's crazy. That's a revolving door of drivers yeah. in that car. Holy <laughs> cow. It's hard to believe that one stuck around to that. Like, and of course, obviously, Kurt Bush is the one that I definitely uh, associate most with that, that number, uh, watching him do that for all those years, but yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah, man, that's quite a lineage for that car, and it continues to roll on. Of course, like you said, as we start getting closer to the the actual date, this is where the drivers, and we know that there they're, they're going to be some big name drivers that have have uh, graced these car numbers. Um, yeah. Well, we kind of got caught up last time. I gave you 2013 season, so there's kind of no 2023 season yet. So we won't go back in history for for another uh, NASCAR thing. Because honestly, Cody. It, there's just so much to talk about today. We we kind of buried the lead in what we did. There are actually Xfinity Championship and Xfinity win totals to be talked about. There's Truck Series win totals. There's Truck Series futures to talk about. So, hey, instead of just doing it all in one show, Cody and I are going to have four shows this week to break down all of these various... Um, Mods that we got going on to talk about uh, championship winners. And, and we'll start with the Xfinity Championship because there's a lot of exciting names and a lot of exciting uh, things to talk about in this episode alone. So definitely looking forward to getting started with that uh, in this four-week four series or four-episode uh, uh, this week series. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back words are hard it's okay. welcome back to a bunch of uh, episodes it's Monday.
1: you're excused
0: it really is too i mean especially after a long nfl season it's uh it's a grind but anyways that said uh it's it's actually like i said we've got odds now to talk about and things to discuss so we will actually start to do that and in doing so let's step away cody because when we come back we will hit everything that we need to talk about as far as xfinity championship uh odds and who we like and what we like, just kind of like we did with the Cup Series. So uh, we'll come back from the break and start breaking it all down for you. But first, let's tell you about WinBet. They are the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, the NFL playoffs are here, just like we said. Great promos, odds, payouts, all happening right now at WinBet. Are you ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. That is always limited to estate availability. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to chain terms. conditions. just winbet.com. As we 21, older and present, if a playthrough of Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, this season never ends, and right now you can play their fantasy football playoff best bet in the gauntlet with one million in prizes up for grabs. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN at UnderdogFantasy.com, you get a one hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. Alluded to it just before the break, Cody. We have odds now for the Xfinity Series championship winners. Of course, there is win totals too, but today's episode is dedicated exclusively to the odds for the Xfinity Championship winner. Obviously, we're going to break down some of the more intriguing odds for you. Won't completely go all the way down the list, but um, just like we did with the with the Cup Series, won't necessarily give you our flat out picks but we will tell you what we feel about them um, as we start to break them down and whether we lean toward placing bets on this or not. So um, Cody, I mean, listen, let's just start right at the top of these odds and start breaking it down because kind of no surprise who the first person on this list is, and that is one Cole Custer. You just discussed him a second ago. He's at plus 300 to win the championship. We know now that he's taking the step back into the Xfinity ride where he had a lot of success back in the day. Really, I mean, as a cup driver, it was frustrating. Uh, You know, the Stuart Haas was not necessarily the best uh, uh, place for him to be, Uh, but now he gets to come back down to Xfinity to see what he can do and maybe flex a few nuts. But Cody, at plus 300 for the Xfinity Championship, the favorite to win this thing. I mean, we kind of alluded to it earlier that that kind of, no surprise, but where, where are you thinking now that we actually see it on paper?
1: Yeah, no surprise. I mean, if he wasn't the favorite, I, I'd be hammering with the number, whatever it was. I, I still think that, I, I mean, obviously, so so we're seeing a, a pretty good-sized hole being left in the Xfinity series this year. Noah Gregson dominated half the season. He's gone. Ty Gibbs dominated half the season. He's gone. A.J. Allmendinger took everything else. Those two didn't take. He's gone. Right. And so that opens up a lot of race wins. That opens up the points battle. Um, I mean, those were kind of the top guys when it came to the series last year. And there's some guys that are sticking around that we're going to get to here in a few minutes as well. And some other newcomers that that are going to challenge. But the top has a huge void uh, left in it. And Cole Custer sliding down into the Xfinity series and being in a Stuart Haas car is going to be dominant. I, to be honest with you, have not even looked at the win totals yet. Uh, Whatever his win total is, I'm going to guess I will be betting over Uh, in his last full-time season in 2019 in the Xfinity series where he was racing all the races for the championship. um, Ended up finishing second in the points, so he did not get the championship. But uh, that was 2019, started all 33 races, seven wins, 17 top fives, 24 of 33 races, He finished in the top 10, led 922 laps. Um, So, yeah, he he had a hell of a season. We saw last year, right, he jumped down uh, to race the the SS Greenlight 07 car in two races, the one that really sticks out to me, California Auto Club, right at the beginning of the season, right? Jumped down in that car. Yeah, it was prepared by Stuart Haas, of course. Blew the field away. Nobody had anything for him. Ty Gibbs didn't have anything for him. Noah Gregson didn't have anything for him. Those guys aren't even going to be around this year. Um, so uh, he's the, the championship favorite for a reason and, and a good reason. I think that he's going to be probably the most dominant driver here. I mean, you're taking a guy who's now been at the Cup Series level for a few seasons and he's gotten that experience. You're putting him back down. He's, he's going from, from the big leagues back to AAA, right? So he's already got that advantage of, of having made it to the top there. And now he's going to come back down to guys who were maybe, you know, a little closer to being on his level. Right. We saw all the success he had there. It didn't quite translate to the Cup Series. Had a few flashes here and there. Stole that win at Kentucky. But uh, him in the Xfinity Series, he's going to be a guy we talk about a lot this year. And we're going to bet on a lot this year. Um, and man, that double zero car was so good with him back in 2019. I think he's going to pick up right where he left off then.
0: Well, I mean, also in that 2018 season before that, he finished second as well. Didn't have the most wins. Obviously, he had one win instead of seven. 14 top fives, but 26 top tens. So the consistency's been going for the last couple of years before he started to go cup full-time. So, I mean, and that's, that's why he ended up going cup full-time was because he finished those uh, second place in both of those seasons and had such a dominating jump in 2019. So, I mean, you look at what he did in 2019, you talked about those seven wins. Um, It just, the, the fact of the matter is he was just so dominant that you could not necessarily uh, ignore it. So now, I mean, obviously we see him go back down and it's just a matter of how can we do it? Cole wins in Fontana he wins in Richmond, he wins in Pocono, he wins in Chicago, he wins in Kentucky, uh, he wins in Darlington. Um, you know again, the list just goes on and on and on of where so intermediate he went.
1: tracks. Let's make sure we mark that down because <laughs> a lot of intermediates he just uh, rattled off there. so
0: Exactly. yeah, and that's the thing too. I mean, we got to look at where, where he excelled in the last couple of years that he was in. Um, and he won at Fort Worth too uh, at, at the 2018 season. So, again, with Cole Custer, yes, I feel like there's going to be some, some success there. So, um, I guess the question is, is there value in plus 300 to bet him as the series champion? Uh, I mean, obviously, I think you have to, right? I mean, because if he does go out and win it, you're never going to get plus 300 for it halfway through the season if if they start to update the, the futures market. and And second of all, you'll be kicking yourself if you don't put something on this and he goes out and wins.
1: Yeah. I think you have to obviously plus 300, not super sexy, but with the season I expect him to have, I don't know that his odds will be this high again at any point. It, it could get to, I'm not saying he's going to be max for stapping and go win 15 races, but I think it's going to get to the point where he might not even be in the plus odds at all because he's going to have such a good season. And at times he's going to look so dominant. I think that there's, other drivers in here that are going to get some wins and that are going to compete as well. I don't think he's going to be solely just run away with everything. And obviously with the championship format, right, it doesn't matter how great a season is. How many times have we seen it, right? You dominate all season, you don't win the championship. So he's got to make it to the Final Four first, and then he's got to win it at Phoenix in the Final Four. But I think he's almost locked to make it to the Final Four. And so if you're going to put him in the Championship Four race at Phoenix, and you're going to get plus 300 odds on him, you might as well take that now because, uh, yeah, it. it I, I really – I'll be very shocked if he doesn't win five to ten races this season. That's that's what I expect from Cole Custer at this level. We've seen it from how many guys over the years, right? Sometimes you, you just get a little too high, and you, you can't cut it out on the Cup Series level, but Matt Crafton's about to start his 23rd season in the Truck Series. He's won three titles. He's had a lot of success. He's still winning races. He's still performing well. It didn't work for him in the Xfinity Series, didn't work for him in the Cup Series, but it's been working out very well for him in the Truck Series. Justin Allgaier, a guy we're going to talk about in a minute. He's he not far behind Custer on the list. Same thing, right? He's had his chances in the Cup Series, done some spot starts here and there lately, but very comfortable in the Xfinity Series. He's got a solid ride. He's in good equipment. He's getting it done um and you know back in the day with the arca series frank kimmel when i was growing up would just dominate everything there and then he'd get in a bush series car at the time and it was like he was at the back every time and it was like it's just that was his level where he was comfortable where he could perform well i think this is the perfect move for cole custer it just at this point at least not cut out to be a cup series driver not getting it done there but on the xfinity series level he can get it done he just showed us last year how well he can perform there That wasn't even a full-time ride with Stuart Haas, with his crew, that he builds a relationship, all this stuff. So having all that as well and just focusing on running that is going to be huge for Custer. And, yeah, I think that plus 300, not sexy, but if you want some Custer, you want to get it now because the price is just going to get cheaper and cheaper as we go. Yeah,
0: I mean, again, as we start to even even the first couple of races of the season, I, I feel like that's going to dip and there's just no way you'll ever see that again. So um, if you are as bullish on Cole Custer this season as we are uh, now is the time to lock in that price, because, uh, yeah, like you said, it's just not going to go anywhere but down and not in your favor anymore. So uh, you talked about the next couple of folks on this list. Well, at least one of the two. let us They're both at plus 400. So let's kind of talk about both. Josh Berry and Justin Allgaier, we both we saw them last season. Obviously, came come down to it all right, and and there's there's a reason that they're back up here among the favorites again. As now, as you alluded to just a second ago, no Ty Gibbs, no Noah Gragson, and obviously those two guys both uh, right there at the end of the season as well. So now, as we look at this list of favorites, I mean, there's no surprise. Josh Berry's there, plus 400. No surprise that Justin Algar is there at plus 400. Uh, both of these guys now, with no Ty Gibbs, no Noah Gragson, it's just, you know, it, it, it's it's theirs, I think, for the taking. But of course, the fact that Cole Custer sneaks in under both of them and both of these guys, uh, you know, ran the full season last season, it just it says a lot about what people think about Cole Custer. But anyways, Cody, Josh Berry, Justin Algar, plus 400 for each of them. Um, I mean, I think I think this is right. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that we're we're still talking. You know, this is exactly where it should be priced at. I, I think I, these three guys to me are are the clear cut favorites. They're priced that way. It, it's a drop off after them from plus four to plus six hundred at least. Um, but the, these three guys, we've already touched on Custer, obviously went in depth about his experience and everything. Justin Allgaier, I, I mentioned it a few minutes ago. He's been racing in the Xfinity Series since two thousand and eight. Basically, um, he's run full time since two thousand and nine in the Xfinity Series. He's got nineteen career wins. Um, he's yet to get a championship. Uh, finished second a couple years ago in two thousand twenty. That's the closest he's gotten. But I mean, perennially, his last few years in the championship: third this past season, fifth, second, fourth, seventh, third, third, fifth, sixth, third, fourth, sixth in all of his full-time series. The worst he's finished in the championship hunt has been seventh. So he doesn't have a title yet, but if you're going to give him a year to get one, this is probably going to be one of the better ones to get it. We don't necessarily have a big up-and-comer driver type that that we think is, you know, these Noah Gregsons, these Ty Gibbs that have really just impressed so much. They're on the fast track to the Cup Series. I I don't think we have that that much here. The next guy we're going to talk about Probably has a road to the to Cup Series here again. He's been there once, but um, but with Allgaier, I, I mean the experience is there, right? He he's done it so many times and, and just been consistent. He's at Junior Motorsports, still been there a long time. That's his home. He's everything is set there. We know how good those cars are, and with Josh Berry too, he's a veteran, right? He's only been in the Xfinity Series two seasons, really. Made a couple of spot starts here and there back in 2014 and stuff. But he's been a late model driver, doing stuff for Dale Jr. for a long time. Finally got his opportunity to move up into Xfinity. We saw him run a part-time schedule. He ran about two-thirds of the season two years ago. He won two of those races um, and then full-time this past season. Won three races like we talked um, about before. He was the first person locked into the championship championship four, uh, at Phoenix and, um, ended up finishing fourth out of those guys. I I think he ended up having an issue late in that race, if I recall correctly, but, but he proved that, that he's going to be a guy that's there to stay. Right. And these two guys with Noah Gregson out the door now are kind of one, a one B at junior motorsports, right? Yeah. You've got Brandon Jones moving over. He's kind of hung around. You're not going to put him on quite that level just yet. I don't think, um, and Sam Mayer is still a young up and coming guy, but He's still young and unproven. So these are the top two guys at one of the best organizations in the sport that's been there year after year, always in title contention, had three of the four title cars this past season, right? I mean, it doesn't get much better of an organization than that. Um, So both these guys are priced appropriately. I'm probably with only plus 400. I mean, if you're putting these three guys out there, I'm going to take Cole Custer just because of I think he is the more elite driver of them uh I'm a big Justin Allgaier fan I love that guy love watching him uh so I'd probably lean towards him over Barry just because I love him so much but uh of the top three I'm gonna I'm still gonna go with Custer I think he's appropriately priced as the favorite only plus 100 cheap you know less than these guys are um so that's where I'm gonna go with the most value of this this top three group at least.
0: Yeah, and I'll, and I'll echo that with you, only because, again, if I'm going to put something on somebody, it's going to be Cole Custer in this. I just, I don't, I, I, I think Josh Berry and obviously Justin Allgaier, we know they're up there for a reason. We know they're good enough to do it. We've seen it. We saw him do it last season. But you put Cole Custer in the mix again, and, I mean, I don't know. They didn't have anything for Ty Gibbs, right? I mean, and now you're putting Cole Custer in there in the mix again, who's had all that success, and I don't think they have anything for him. Uh, at this point. So, um, and I was frustrated obviously by the fact that I had something on Josh Barry, uh, last season and he, and he did kind of break down there at the end. So I I don't know. It's a tough sell for me to back Barry again. And Allgaier, it's probably just a frustrating situation for Allgaier. Anyways, you figure this is my, this is my path back, right? This is my path to get a championship now. And then they throw Cole Custer back in the mix and it's like, well, (laughs) never mind. We There goes my path. There goes anything I can do now to, to win this. So
1: he's like, when's yeah, it going to be one, my turn? But one other thing I will note, too, is allguyer has been pretty good at Phoenix in the past. I think he's a guy who can make the championship four. Uh, I'd be very shocked if, at least at this point, these three guys, I think, should be in the championship four very pretty easily. Uh, there's going to be surprises as things happen. They probably won't all make it, but these three guys should be in there. And he's been a guy that's been pretty good at Phoenix before. He's got multiple wins there, um, had a stretch of one, two, three, four, five top five finishes, six out of seven top five finishes. So that's that's a, a plus in the Allgaier category if you want to make more of an argument for him. Just his track history there, again, comes down to that one final race as long as you make the final four, which he did last year. He's done multiple times. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, again, of the favorites, I'm going to lean heavy Custer because – I just expect so much from him, but I expect both these these two guys to be very good as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's no question. Obviously, the bookmakers agree uh, because as we start to get down here into the other others uh, uh, consideration, right? The others garnering consideration. Uh, <laughs> there's there's uh, John Hunter Nemechek at plus six hundred, Sam Mayer at plus eight hundred. Sammy Smith at plus 850. Just Let's take a look at that block real quick. I know you had talked about somebody that has a shot at uh, potentially getting back into a full-time ride for Xfinity, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we're both talking about the same guy. But John Hunter, right, at plus 600. Uh, we expected a lot out of him when when he came up to race in the Xfinity. Uh, didn't necessarily get the what we, we expected out of him more often than not. He obviously better in the truck's and he was in Xfinity, but is plus 600 at all surprising to you uh, for John Hunter Nemechek?
1: Again, I'd say this is pretty much right on point. I kind of maybe even expected him to be grouped a little higher just because of his name, but I'm honestly not interested in betting John Hunter in this area. He's proven in the last two years in the truck series, he was in the best truck on the best team, clearly should have been the best driver, didn't win the championship, dominated the one season to even make the Final Four, and it's kind of he's giving me Denny Hamlin type vibes where, you know, he's going to have a good season and he will kind of be in the mix at the end and then just fall off. And I, you know, obviously he's young and he's got a lot of time to, to prove that, that wrong. He's got a lot to lay in on the season as well. I, I mean, something we can get into a little more as we get closer to the season and we're talking about cup series stuff, but Martin Truex jr, a decent chance that he's going to be retiring after this season. Right. So who are they going to fill that ride with unless it's a free agent, there's not a ton in the Toyota pipeline right now. Toyota's really big on John Hunter check. so maybe they're grooming him to replace Truex in that 19 car. Maybe they switch it back to the 18 as their iconic number. Who knows? But but he needs to go out and prove himself in the Xfinity series. So I think Toyota. I think Gibbs has high expectations for John Hunter. I'm just kind of ready to be disappointed. I, I think a couple wins we're probably going to see him get. You know, because I think there's some wins out there. Obviously, everybody who won races last year basically has gone and moved up, right? So, so there's a lot of open wins, and I well, I think that the top three are going to pick up a lot of those. John Hunter is going to get some. He's going to get his, right? He's in a, a Gibbs car. We just saw it win the championship this past season. They've been dominant for years. It, it's still going to be good, and I think we're going to see some results. But as far as championship odds, he's just not really doing it for me in that
0: spot. Yeah, I mean, again, his best finish as, a as well, the only real full-time season he had in the Xfinity Series in 2019 was 7th place. You know, top 10 finish, not bad, but he didn't win any races. He only had 6 top 5s, 19 top 10s in that span. So, you know, then you look at the 2021 season where he only raced 5 races in the Xfinity Series. Yeah, he got a win, uh, 2 top 5s, 3 top 10s. But then, you know, this last season he raced in 11 races. No wins in that three top fives and four top tens. Very disappointing in the Xfinity and, series. Uh, you know, half
1: of those, at least I think were in Gibbs cars. Like we talked about it multiple times. He was in the Sam hunt cars and we kind of wanted to fade him at those points, but a decent amount of those races were in the 18 car for Gibbs and he didn't get the wins. He didn't really get big results. So, it, it, man, he, he kind of scares me. He's one, he, he shot up so fast, right? He got into the cup series full time. In, in that 38 car, he had the one season, and he was out, and then it was back to the truck series. He's kind of been all over the place, and we saw a bit of a resurgence in trucks. But again, the, the just not being able to put the full season together, finish it off at the end, concerns me if, if you're going to be betting championship odds. So he, I think he's priced appropriately. This kind of where you expect him to be. Uh, he, I would say he's probably going to be the fourth best driver in the series, yes, but value at this odds. Not so much for me. Sam Mayer, Sammy Smith, the next two guys on the list, plus 800, plus 850. Young guys, unproven. Tough to bet on these guys to win the championship. Again, not at great. I mean, Sammy Smith is a rookie rookie. He's only got a couple, what did he started? He started nine races, I think, in the Xfinity Series. So very, very young. Now, he's one that Toyota's big on, right? He's an up-and-comer for them. He, he's been busting through the ARCA Series and performed well down there. I think a guy that maybe picks up a win or two, yeah, and maybe we'll talk about him more when we get into the to the over unders on wins, um, but not ready to lay championship odds there. Sam Mayer, uh, I'm surprised that he's the third junior motorsports guy on this list and not the fourth junior motorsports guy. Um, that that to me is a bit shocking uh, because, I, in my opinion, he's fourth string at, at junior motorsports. We talk about that with Hendrick with these other teams, right? The fourth fiddle guy is not getting the same as, as the top three guys, the top two guys. Um, and again, young unproven, he's got a full-time season under his belt now. So that's great. You know, 33 starts right last year, uh, for the full time, 19 top tens and 11 top fives. That's impressive. He's, he's getting there, but not enough for me to want to lay a plus 800 on him for the championship. This is, this is just kind of that area. This this stretch of three guys is kind of maybe improvement, but not enough value on them for me to want to really lay championship odds on
0: them. No, nah, and it is it's frustrating because yeah, you want to you want to root for these guys, and obviously this I don't think this is the last time we'll be talking about them. Obviously, we'll talk about them uh, when we start going through the season in general. You know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about these folks. We really will. Yeah. Um, well, and they're on top tier teams, so,
1: so yeah, they're gonna come up. I mean, Junior Motorsports, Joe Gibbs Racing, these are the two best teams in the garage. And Stuart Haas is probably gonna level back up to that. They were that at one point, and then they stuck with Riley Herbst for some reason. But <laughs> <laughs> but
0: we're gonna talk about these guys for sure. Yeah, I just again for championship odds purposes, I I think there's too many too many sharks out there uh to for these guys to be able to really make a a big dent in a championship run. So, um, yeah, like that. I mean, again, unless you feel differently, unless you really feel like Sam Mayer could take a leap this year, um, that's that's on you. But I still don't think Sammy Smith uh, is is really worth putting anything on for a championship. So, now, if there's like a, a top 10 or something uh, at some point, if your book starts to offer anything more than just championships, maybe start thinking about that. So, and again, we'll talk about the, their win totals too when we get there as well. Um, yep. let's move a little farther down the list. Uh, I'm just going to toss some names out. You tell me, uh, which of these is intriguing and, and, and we'll talk about them. Brandon Jones at uh, 10 to one Austin Hill at 15 to one Daniel. Let's, Hemmer. let's do
1: those two guys first. You do those? Those, this is kind of the next section of guys I'm interested in, uh, big time. Brandon Jones making the move, uh, from Joe Gibbs over to the number nine car to replace Gregson. Um, at junior motorsports so going from one top tier team to the other top tier team right the only two teams that had cars in the championship last year um jones has been up and down <laughs> he, he's kind of you know he's he's come on and he's not and he's one of those guys that's kind of found his rhythm in xfinity i don't know that he'll ever have a cup series right I, I don't know that he'll do more than than make some spot starts if he even gets those but he he's been full time now since 2016 in the Xfinity series, um, had some up and down seasons, uh, finished eighth last season, but was a guy that, that was in the, the running to, to get to Phoenix there. Um, I believe he, no, he didn't win at Phoenix, but, um, he, he really impressed me in what he did and kind of seemed like he stepped up. I know he had three wins back in 2020 and then 21 was kind of disappointing with no wins. Um, but, but he got the one win this past season. I think moving over to Junior Motorsports is going to rejuvenize him a little bit. Going to be in that nine car. That's the team that won the championship, or didn't win the championship, but was in the championship run, you know, a couple car lengths. They finished second last season um, and and had all those wins with Noah Gregson. So at at 10 to one and being the fourth Junior Motorsports car on the list, I think it is not correct. I think that he should be more where Sam Mayer is. Um, so I don't mind throwing a little bit on Brandon Jones in this area. He's kind of one of those best of the rest type of guys, I guess you would say. I, I think that we established the elite guys at the top. John Hunter's kind of teetering. Then you got the young guys that, that a lot's expected. But we haven't seen it from him yet. Then you're getting in here where you got the veteran been around, right? And doesn't have the championship yet, but you continue racing in these series. And and he's comfortable in this series, comfortable in these cars with these guys around him. Um, I think we see a step up from Brandon Jones, so I don't mind him at 10 to one 15 to one for Austin Hill. If you listen to this show last year, I absolutely love me some Austin Hill. He won us a good amount of money. He's going to get wins on super speedways, at least one, probably two, maybe even three. He is one of the best super speedway racers out there, especially in the Xfinity series. Um, and, and so I have high hopes for him there. We saw it with him and Creed last year, right? These RCR cars, had speed and they were good. RCR back in the day was the elite, for a while, was the elite Xfinity program. Like, Dale Earnhardt Jr. won back-to-back championships with them. Uh, You had Harvick was tearing it up in that number two car, Clint Boyer, that number two AC Delco car for so long. Um, But we've seen good things out of them. Sheldon Creed, a guy we talked about so much last year, just anything and everything that could go wrong, right? But how many times was he up there leading races, running toe-to-toe with Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson before the tire blows or before he hits the wall or or before this happens or the bad caution. And, and it kept costing him and kept costing him. Um, but uh, we saw the speed out of these guys and this team. So both of these guys, I think, are, are in the range. I'm not running to the window to, to put down on them, but I think you're getting good value at 10-to-1, at 15-to-1 if you don't think it's going to be one of the favorites. And we bet long shots to win championships because it happens, right? They can do it. You got TCU is in the championship game tonight for college football. They were like 201 at the start of the season or something. And Ridiculous. Now they'll probably get blown out by Georgia. We'll see. But, you know, they made it, okay? And so that's why you bet on longer shots. And these guys aren't super long shots. They're at good, solid teams. So I think that they're in the range again where I'm starting to feel comfortable with the value and think that they could get it done as well.
0: Well, I mean, you talk about Brandon Jones. He's had a fast car uh, a lot. He sat on the pole five times last season. So obviously, you know, he, he had a fast car out of the gate. Um, did have that one win at Martinsville. Six top fives, thirteen top tens. Yeah, he was around there. I mean, obviously, ended up finishing eighth on the season, but he was around. He was around there. So I, I think he's appropriately priced too because it could happen for Brandon Jones, uh, which is not a surprise. So plus one thousand. Um, they're saying there's a chance, and really that's all you're asking for. So you're telling me there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance, indeed. Uh, and for Austin Hill, he had that pretty good stretch there at the end where he finished uh, four races inside the top ten to close out the season. Now, of course, three in a row where ninth place finishes, but uh, before that he finished second at Fort Worth, third at Bristol. So uh, running around the top there toward the end for Austin Hill, which, you know, again, which is probably why he's where he's at, the momentum that he's carrying into this season. So we'll see, uh, one, how Brandon Jones's new digs will treat him and if that actually warrants him to be where he's at, uh, or maybe it's a long shot for a reason or a longer shot for a reason. So, <clears throat> yeah, but again, I'm not necessarily anxious to try to bet these two. Um, I have a feeling that if both of them struggle to start the season, we may see this number be more favorable to us as well. So um, I would keep a close eye on, on the start of the season for these guys. Um, Austin Hill's
1: probably going to win Daytona, so, uh, so get it now if you want it. Yeah, I was going to say. I
0: guess if you believe in Austin Hill, grab it now. <laughs> uh, all right, let's 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 move on to Hamrick and Sheldon Creed. You just talked about Creed and how we love our favorite Canadian driver from California, uh non-Canadian Canadian driver from California. But uh, at plus, two, uh, plus 2,000, a 20-to-1... I'm not sold that either one of these guys are going to win a championship, so I, I can't even feel good about betting on either one of these guys.
1: Daniel Hamrick, 18-1, zero interest. I know he won the championship two years ago. That was almost the flukiest championship win in the history and fully earned it. You give it to him, right? We have see the underdogs hit sometimes, and that was the year. Uh, the only time he's won a race in Xfinity, he was nowhere to be found last year fading him became almost like fading Denny Hamlin at the beginning of the season. Hey, wait, D H D H
0: Daniel. Hemrick, hey, Denny Hamlin. you know, there's Ooh. some,
1: uh, <laughs> it, he got the 11 car too. Or no, he was in. Yeah. I think you, I don't know what number, but anyways, yeah, zero, no interest in Daniel Hemrick period at all. Be surprised if you see him win a race, uh, you know, I, I great Gary on him for winning that championship, uh, in, in that elite equipment again, to, to speak to some of the guys like Brandon Jones in that elite equipment, he was at Joe Gibbs at the time uh, and snuck in as the last guy on the Gibbs roster, right. And got it. And underdog story for, for the ages, Cinderella put the glass slipper on all that, but not, not interested in him this year. Um, Sheldon Creed, again, you can make the same case you made for Austin Hill, right. Of the two of them, I think if you're putting them head to head, probably going to take Austin Hill because, we saw him get it done last year, but Creed, man, it was just heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak, right? So we know he can do it. He, he's going to win a race this year, right? He's going to win multiple races, maybe even because we saw him be so close last year and it, we talked about, it, it was just every bad break that could possibly go his way, went his way, same thing with Ryan Blaney in the cup series, right? We, he didn't get any wins. We don't expect that to be the case this year. We know the talents there. We know they're in good cars. So if you want to bet Sheldon Creed at twenty to one, it's not a bad long shot. I think if we could give out most improved driver award right now for the twenty twenty three season, Sheldon Creed is getting it in my opinion because uh, I think that we just didn't get to see it last year because he just kept it just kept getting taken from him. Right? Even though even though we got the glimpses. So um, yeah, again at, at twenty to one, maybe worth a sprinkle Hemrick zero interest from me I, I would be surprised if i ever put a
0: dime on daniel hemrick
1: in any way shape or form
0: i feel like sheldon creed needs to be a guest on this show uh if not the third host right because that would be a lot of fun to have sheldon creed uh
1: yeah we do need to get you. he needs to be our uh our xfinity correspondent
0: or something <laughs> we yeah lot li- coming live for is our is our xfinity correspondent sheldon creed okay we're working on that producer Oh, wait, that's us. <laughs> like uh, Rod's talking to himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, ah, that's us. Um, oh, and just just for your own edification, correct. Daniel Hamrick did drive the 11 car. So Denny Hamlin yes, in the 11. It was an 11 thing last it year. It was an 11 <laughs> thing. D-H-D-H-11. Holy cow. Uh, I love a it. <laughs> a lot of correlation here. A lot of correlation. All right. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, I'm not interested in Daniel Hemrick either at all. So put that Another
1: thing, there. too, on the Daniel Hemrick note, and maybe we'll talk about it when we get to this next driver, too. Uh, that's Colleg racing, right? We saw him a few years ago. Have a really good season. Be dominant. AJ Allmendinger this past season, very good, uh, especially the road courses, right? He won three or four of those, and we saw all that. But Allmendinger's gone now, and he's still in the building. Yes, but he's in the Cup Series. He's going to be focusing on that. And when we talk more about the Cup Series, guys, I think the Colleague is going to be a team that takes a big step in the Cup Series. But I think it's going to be an even bigger step backwards for them in the Xfinity Series. Their driver lineup this year just is not – it's not what it was right Justin Haley got a lot done in that car a couple of years ago uh and then with Almondinger the last few years it's been great um but we saw it right with last year with her uh not herps with hemrick it just it was very very disappointing coming off of we well, won the championship right and then just nowhere to be found all season it seemed like.
0: Uh, all right. Well, you slipped up and said his name. Uh, but I, you know what? Let's round this out because Chandler Smith is right in that vicinity too. He's at twenty-five to one. He's he's probably the the big before the cliff falls off. Really, it's, it's we should have said Hemrick Creed and and Chandler Smith. I, yeah. Look, I have zero interest in Chandler Smith for a championship. I I yeah. He's he's going to be he's the
1: one replacing Almendinger mm-hmm. in the sixteen car. I uh, TBD. We're going to see there. Uh, it's it's kind of up in the air. I don't know. That's an interesting—I don't know—interesting <laughs> fit combination, driver lineup there. Man, Chandler Smith and Daniel Hemrick just doesn't doesn't turn the wheels for me. I don't think. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, colleagues great organization. I think they're going to continue to shift their focus more to the Cup Series than the Xfinity Series, and I think that that's a good thing. Um, and I think that that we're going to see a lot of success from from Almondinger. Although I'm not as high on him as a lot of people are in the Cup Series and from Justin Haley I think is is one we see a lot of improvement from but Xfinity series side of thing I'm I'm just not really interested in either of these drivers um so yeah I'm going to save my money on them
0: well I feel like a lot of Chandler Smith's pricing in this is the fact that the 16 car obviously did as well as it did with Almondinger uh in it last year so maybe they're banking on on the 16 car to to be better uh with Chandler Smith uh in it I don't know I I can't yeah see well, it.
1: it's almost like this is kind of like we don't really know what to do with them price range right where it's like i want to give you decent odds so maybe somebody will bet on it but we don't really expect them to do much but that car did good last year yeah it's, and so you, you know 25 to 1 is kind of just like you know we'll throw it out there so maybe his parents will bet on it or something. <laughs>
0: Well, and that's, I talked about where the cliff falls off and this is where the cliff falls off yeah,
1: because this is where the cliff falls off Chandler so. Smith
0: at 25 to one. And then the next driver on the list is Riley Herbst. He's at 60 to one, uh, followed by Ryan Sieg, who's crazy also- Riley Herbs, 60 to one,
1: his teammates, the favorite, a plus 300 and they're in the same freaking car. What that, does that, that say? Let's speak to the talent that is lacking there. I sorry, Riley Herbst. If you're listening, buddy. It just man i i do not understand how he's kept that ride it, he's got pictures on somebody in the monster ceo room or something <laughs> because I, I do not i don't know how he keeps a ride like this we've we've seen so many good guys come through that program in that car even chase briscoe dominated that 98 car and then it's just like again when we talked and we'll probably talk about him a bunch this year right riley Herbs, he's like top 10 god he's gonna be there every week just hanging out but not going to win your races. He ain't going to win you a championship. Uh, why he keeps that right has got to be strictly financial, but good for him. I'm, I'm glad he's got that. Hey, well, hey,
0: I mean, somebody's got to do it right They until <laughs> they right. find somebody better. Somebody's got to pay the bills. Somebody's got to pay it.
1: Stepping up for him.
0: <laughs> so uh, Riley Herb, 60 to 1. Ryan Sieg, 60 to 1. Again, not even a conversation really we need to have about Ryan Sieg. Uh, we'll go down the list. Br- uh, Brett Moffitt at, uh, of, we fell off a cliff
1: before. I don't even know what this is. This I is the abyss here. of the
0: ocean. This is like when, when the ocean basically lets off and, and there's no, there's no cavern anymore. Uh, this is yeah. Where we're at Brett Moffitt at 150 to one, Jeremy Clements at 150 to one Parker Klingerman at 200 to one. That one so is a little, that's intriguing, the only right?
1: one that like, if you just want to get a little crazy and throw $5 on it. Kligerman could get it done. Okay. We know that he's a good race car driver. We saw that 48 have some success last year. They had a lot of cup guys come in and test out. I mean, they were bringing cup guys in to drive their stuff because they wanted to know what they had. It's the guy who owns big machine records in Nashville that owns big machine racing. He's got the sponsorship from the, the, what is it? Big machine, some type of drink, whatever drink, alcoholic drink they have sponsors, the car, I think this guy wants to, this owner wants to win. And I think that bringing Parker Kligerman and his experience in is part of that. So if you want to talk about the upset of all upsets ever, right? A 200 to one, he's a TCU, 200 to one playing national championship tonight. Maybe that's a sign for you. I don't know, but, but Kligerman would be a bet that at least would keep you in it. Right. I, I think he makes the playoffs. I think we see him win a race, maybe two, and he could wild card his way in there. Maybe he goes full Ross Chastain at Martinsville and ends up making the final four. And then, you know, engine blows and somebody else wrecks. And there's Parker Kligerman carrying the trophy. It's it's a very long shot for a reason, but I don't think this is a bad car. I would imagine they continue their relationship with RCR um, and helping set those cars up, which we talked about with Creed and with Hill. Not top of the list guys, but guys that could get it done. Um, and we love Parker Kligerman. We know he can get it done. We've seen him get it done part-time in the truck series and, and run well in the Xfinity series. So if you really want to go with a crazy long shot, 200 to one, it, it's worth a small sprinkle. I, I, don't know that there's anybody else really. Uh, once you're past Ryan C get 60 to one, you could maybe make a case, I guess, cause he's done decent. But, but after that, I'm not really considering any of these other guys. Other than Kligerman, if you just want a fun long shot. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be fun. That That's the one that makes it fun. You're like, oh. Don't, you, don't, you don't think you're going to win it, but it'll be fun to get to the final eight and be like, wow, I got this 201 Parker Kligerman. He could make the final four, right? And then he doesn't. And, and it's like, well, it was to one. I wasn't going
0: to win anyways, but it's a fun story, right? It is. And if it starts to hit and you start to sweat, what kind of a fun sweat is 200 to one at the end of the season, right? Hell yes! So
1: and you could hedge that out big time, and, and I mean, two hundred to one—you got plenty of hedging options for for the other three drivers at that point, if you need it. <laughs>
0: Insane amount. I mean, Parker Klingerman right there is just sort of that free square of fun. So, uh, all right, let's make that let's make that the NASCAR Gambling Podcast Xfinity Fun Bet of the of the off season. Parker Klingerman, two hundred to one to win the championship. We either do one of two things at the end of the season with that clip, Cody. We either rejoice because it hit. Or we just or bury it. Or you'll never
1: hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> but damn straight, we'll be coming back to this episode and clipping that if if, if he wins, all right? <laughs> or
0: it gets lost in the archives. It's like, ah, oh, wait, I don't know what happened to that. Didn't you guys say that? Per- no, man. I don't know. Find the episode. I'm <laughs>
1: bet he made the final eight. See, we were right about that.
0: <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Uh, all right, let's round the list out because I don't think any of these guys really consider too much consideration. Matt Snyder at 250 to one. Jeffrey Earnhardt. We talked about him a couple of episodes ago. He's at 500 to one. Coming back for a full time ride. That'd be a fun
1: guy to bet on an Xfinity sure. uh, for for the the
0: uh, plate races, Super Speedway style. But... Yep, and and probably just in head to heads and and. You know, depending on where they put him and stuff like that, so he's a name we'll be bringing up. But I don't, I don't necessarily see a championship in his future yet, um, if at all, if ever. Uh, yeah. Kaz Gralla <laughs> five hundred to one, uh, and then Bailey Curry at what was it? That one? Th- that's such a big number. I'm not used to that. It's one thousand to one, right? Yeah, Plus. It'd
1: be a thousand. Yeah, wow. That they're even taking action on Bailey Curry in print and pool. Yeah, say just send your money to Rod. If, you, <laughs> if you're if you're that ready to just part with it.
0: We're, we're no. about to start a GoFundMe. Is basically what it is. Just it rot to, up on Venmo. Yeah. and we'll be fine. Just just send your money to us, and we'll <laughs> we'll make sure it finds good homes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, again, none of these guys, other than Parker Klingerman, who is now the official NASCAR gambling podcast long shot fun bet of the off season for Xfinity Championship. Everybody else is sort of blah. Um, they'll be fun to to try to find bets on. Let alone, um, yeah. You know, whatever. Exactly. So just to recap as we go back through this, uh, obviously Cole Custer plus 300, eh, you got to put something on that. You'd just be so disappointed in yourself if it gets down to the end of the season. You put nothing on Cole Custer to win the whole thing. But other than that, I mean, you know, name out one other, two other bets that you really, really like out of this now that we've gone through the whole list.
1: Yeah, it'd be a toss up between Brandon Jones or Austin Hill. I, I whichever one of those you lean more towards, I'd take. Maybe I'd go with Austin Hill just because it's fifteen to one. Well, I think Brandon Jones ten to one. He's in junior motorsports car. I'd probably put a little bit on that, and then maybe just Sheldon Creed twenty to one, just as a longer shot. Again, all you got to do is get to the final four. We saw it with Hemrick just two seasons ago, and I don't know what his odds were to win the championship that year, but. I they were probably in this range because he came out of nowhere. He didn't even win any races all season long. Snuck his way into the final four, and then he banged Austin Cindrick out of the way as they're coming to the checkered flag to win the race. Like it, it's just uh, again long shot for a reason. You always say that, but we've seen the Giants take down the Patriots. We've seen the Florida Marlins win the World Series. Underdogs do win things. If you're listening to this Tuesday, maybe TCU beat Georgia and then that makes the case even more, right? So it, it just, yeah, it, again, long shot for a reason, but a guy that could get it done, Sheldon Creed 20 to 1. Those would probably be the three just to kind of spread it out. Custer is just, I, I know it's he's chalk because he's the favorite, but it's he's the favorite for a reason. And I would be surprised if anyone is keeping up with him throughout the season as far as wins and performance.
0: We've told you guys since the beginning of this show, since episode 1, that we're not in this for the splashy, flashy. We want to make these, you know, 5000 to 1 takes just because, you know, every once in a while they hit and then we can put it on Twitter. We're here to make you money. And and if making you money means betting on the favorite, we'll tell you that right off the jump. I mean, we'll always tell you whether there's value in betting the favorites or not. And in this case, there's obviously value in betting uh, yeah, and that uh,
1: doesn't mean you're not going to get the 40 to one Ross Chastain's to win. That doesn't mean you're not going to get the 25 to one Tyler Reddick's to win. It doesn't mean you're going to be two laps away from 200 to one Corey LaJoy to win at Atlanta. So close. Oh my goodness. And we will clip those and put them on Twitter. Cause it's fun. But, <laughs> but sometimes the chalk is just, that's what you got to do. Right. Georgia was the favorite to win the college football playoff. And you know, at the beginning of the season, then wow, look, they're in the championship game. Surprise. I mean, right? and so it's just,
0: Sometimes that's how it works. Yeah. We want you to be profitable and profitable is not always sexy uh, when you're, when you're betting wise, but wouldn't you rather win money on something that you, we told you was going to hit rather than, Oh, Hey, look, here's the 250 to one that we think might hit. But you know, look, we always tell you to have fun and put a little bit of action we gave on you that. that too. Right. Yeah, so that's you know, what I'm saying. You we put always put a give lot you.
1: on Cole Custer. You put a little bit
0: on Parker Kligerman and see where it's at at the end of the year. Exactly. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. I like, I got to think that Sheldon Creed is going to, uh, if I were to give out one other one other than Cole Custer, I, I really have to think that things break differently for yeah. young and Sheldon. Again,
1: Creed. I honestly, I know that odds are up for Xfinity wins, but I've not looked at it because I want to be able to, to go through it live on the show. And so I know that they're there, but I've not looked at them. I don't know what they are, but he's one. I'm going to guess is at a half or 1.5 probably. And I'm going to take the over on that. I I think that we're going to see. We talked about it so much last year, but it's just, it's true. Sometimes these guys, they just, you can't get out of your head, right? And, and I'm a Nebraska, not to keep bringing up college football. It just, it's the championship is today. So I'm a Nebraska fan. And like two years ago, we lost like eight games by a combined eight points is ridiculous. But it was like, every time the ball could bounce wrong, it just did. And that's what happened for Sheldon Creed last year. You've got that year done. You're into a new year. He proved he could be up there. So he he's that type of guy that.
0: That you could really see that big turnaround. Love for Sheldon Creed runs deep on the NASCAR gambling podcast. And uh, who knows soon he'll be our third host. Uh it'll be it'll be Cody Z, Broad via Gomez, and Sheldon Creed hosting the NASCAR. I'm from Olympics. Canada via
1: California. <laughs> I, I, or I, North Carolina, I'm guessing.
0: I right wonder now. if he's going to appreciate that story as much as we do. I, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know, we might have
1: to go back and explain it a little, but maybe he'll find the humor in
0: it. I, you know, I hope he does. He seems like a cool guy, but he we'll does. find out he's for a, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. Well, Cody, um, anything
1: else you want to bring up today? Yeah, I know a couple, you got one just more. quick notes. Petty GMS is going to have an announcement Wednesday, the 11th. So we'll touch on that later in the week. You would assume Jimmy Johnson info, right? Uh, I believe Carvana had said that they were going to stick with him no matter what he chose to do uh, back before he even re- retired from Indy and all that stuff. So uh, I would assume it will be a Carvana car. Is it the 49? Is it the 84? Is it the 92? Is it some other number that nobody expects to be coming? Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, so that, that'll be fun. Get that announcement Wednesday. They didn't say it's Jimmy Johnson related, but what else would it be at this point, right? other than Gregson sponsorships, I guess. But um, And then one other thing, too. We talked about this last week. Obviously, big, huge national story, the Damar Hamlin thing, uh, Monday night, and then we addressed it Tuesday on the show. Not sure where things were at. Released from the hospital in Cincinnati today. He's back in Buffalo. Um, I just wanted to give a shout-out to all first responders out there. You guys, I mean, literally would not be alive if probably the people who are getting paid the least amount of money on the field, right. Weren't there, didn't perform CPR, use the AED, everything to save his life. He woke up, he knew who he was, where he was, what was going on, everything because of their actions. And every day, whether it's, you know, in a car accident, anything that happens to you, I've been there before, you know, and had first responders took care of me, got me where I needed to go. And, uh, yeah, just wanted to shout out to all you guys. And this, you know, you you should be in the spotlight every day because of what you do, because we need you, but you're not. But this was a chance for everybody to see just how freaking important you are. So I, I wanted to say thank you to, to all the first responders out there and give them a shout out.
0: It's just – it blows my mind to think that he is now – You know what? About a week and a half. Now about two weeks. Now removed from. from, Oh, was it it a week? Yeah, it was a week ago today. Holy cow! It feels like forever. That's
1: crazy. That's what's crazy. It's like (laughs) it feels like three
0: lifetimes we've gone through for the
1: guy. But yeah.
0: But the fact of the matter is that he is going home after a week. And and just reading his posts, reading everything that he was. I mean, he was cheering so hard for everybody out there on the field. Like you know, it just it reminds you. And, and and I know it's cliche to always say, well, th- there's bigger than this, bigger than that. But it just, just does remind you that what we do on a day-to-day basis we, between you and I talking about sports and covering sports, it's like that's just a small fraction of this world. What was heartwarming to me was seeing the amount of love that everybody was showing each other in all of this. And this is what's lost. And I, before I get on a soapbox, it's just if more people would take the time to actually feel compassionate for each other. I mean, the energy that it took to feel compassion for Hamlin, continue that, that same passion for other people. Like, yep. I mean, again, I don't want to get on a soapbox, but imagine the world if everybody felt the same way about each other that they did for the last seven days about Hamlin. You know, just, yeah. That Imagine how much better this world would be.
1: 100% agree with you. So, yep, keep, keep that in mind as you go about your daily life.
0: <laughs> and now the soapbox version is over. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Well, Cody, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. We still got plenty to talk about this week, and people will be happy to join us as we start to break down some win totals for, uh, for Xfinity and then, of course, the Truck Series, both championship and total. But before we do, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, my friend.
1: Yes, follow me on Twitter at husk underscore Zeeb. Read those articles. I've had some, some big hits on some of my articles lately. The Sunday night game, Packers and Lions. Had my win bet, build your own bet for that. Uh, Williams to get two touchdowns and the Lions money line. That was plus 700. So that was a nice hit. I'd written a AFC South preview before the season. Jaguars plus 750 to win the division. And then I hit every win total except the Texans. I had the Texans over. That was a mistake on my part, but uh, we won't think about that part. But Colts were at, t- looking back at that, the Colts were at 10 wins. I don't want to get make this in, into a football show, but that was insane. The under was easy on that. Titans under. They, Saved the day by losing eight in a row at the end. And then the Jags, of course, pulled out one won the division. So some, some fun long shots hitting that stuff. But I, I got all kinds of stuff out there right now. More NFL stuff coming out uh, as we get into the playoffs here. Got some IndyCar F1 futures out there. Um, some more NASCAR future stuff. Got another one coming out here soon. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb
0: for all that. Uh, follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. The Titans channeling their inner Jeff Fisher and realizing, oops, we can't win more than 500. That's not our history. All right. Follow me on Twitter at Gomez. There is a link in the bio to everything I've got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media. We're about to kick off the back roads here pretty soon. Want you to join us on that as well. As always, we'll be back again this week, a couple of times now. Uh, and, And so just lock it in. Make sure you subscribe on spotify so you don't miss a single episode of this and leave a review if you don't mind let us know how we're doing let the bosses know how we're doing it's always nice to hear your praise uh or or where we can improve uh as we go on with this show so again come back tomorrow we'll do it all again but until then let's go racing and let it ride